The Play Action Podcast is fueled by Picasso's Pizza, where every night is pizza night. After another postseason loss to Kansas City, the Buffalo Bills are left with a lot of questions this offseason. We'll discuss our takeaways from Brandon Bean and Sean McDermott's end-of-season press conferences. Bean talked about the necessity of building through the draft. We take a look at how the youth pipeline uh, improved for the Bills during the 23 season. And this team is going to look very different next year based off the number of free agents they have. We take an early look at who might be back, who might be gone. The Play Action Podcast starts now. All of Bill's Mafia is in a state of mourning here this week after the Bill's third straight season ended with a divisional round loss uh, to the nemesis uh, uh, this time, Kansas City Chiefs, uh, for the third time in four years. Uh, Brandon Bean and Sean McDermott uh, had their uh, postseason uh, wrap-up uh, news conference yesterday. Catherine, let's talk about the big takeaway from that session. Yeah, so Sean McDermott and Brandon Bean spoke separately, but they had pretty much the same message of Sean talked first. He said, this is not a situation where you strip it down to the studs and start over. When we heard from Brandon Bean, he pretty similarly, um, you know, they don't think they need to totally redo everything about this team to finally get over the hump. They did both say they were very disappointed. They also, there was a lot of balance of, you know, but the team overcame a lot after they were six and six to make it this far. So um, we heard from a few players after locker room clean out that that was a bit of the message there too of. You know, we did not reach our goal. That's very clear. Um, but accomplished a lot after people counted us out was Sean McDermott's message to the team. Yeah, I think that, you know, dovetails with the whole question of is the window closed um, for this uh, Bills version of the Bills? And I think uh, with Josh Allen being 27 years old, uh, I think the right conclusion is the window isn't closed uh, that, and I also agree that you don't give up on a season, um, you know, uh, on with, of Josh Allen in his prime, you don't want to give up on his age 28 season in 2024 because he's capable of, you know, he is great. He can sustain greatness. We've seen, so uh, it's crazy to like just start trading off parts and rebuild, having a three-year rebuild. That's nonsense. Now, uh, I do think that, um, uh, you know, it, it is sobering that they lost. Patrick Mahomes is only 10 months older than Josh. So Patrick Mahomes is going to be there for 10 more years too. And how many years of those can the Bills get over the hump? Mahomes hump, well, you know, right now, I think Bill's fans would say, just give us one. Yeah, it was interesting hearing, again, just kind of what the message was from McDermott and Bean, where they were saying, to your point um, about being asked about the window closed, they were asked specifically about that. And Brandon Bean in particular said he doesn't really deal with the idea of whether or not a window is closed. But, you know, as long as they have a quarterback in Josh Allen, he believes it's always open if you know, we are going to use that metaphor. Um, so I think the Josh 
Allen factor is so huge, but yeah, this team's going to look so different next year. We'll get into that in a little bit. Um, but I think it's hard for fans to hear this message kind of year after year of, well, we tried really hard, but we didn't get there. And, you know, Bean and McDermott both openly were like, you don't just start the next year where you left off. You have to kind of, every year is so different. You start over. Um, and that's, you know, <laughs> fans would love to see them know that they would make it this far and then get further, but no, it's going to restart. Yeah. And I, I mean, like that, so there, it's a little bit of semantics that so we're not tearing it down to the studs. Uh, Absolutely not. Like you, you don't trade, you know, do crazy stuff like, oh, let's just start acquiring draft picks in 2026. You know, no. Um, um, but as we've seen, uh, it's going to be harder. Uh, they're uh, they have the fourth least amount of their the fourth most over the cap, 43 million over the cap right now. They're going to have to. They're not going to be big shoppers in free agency. They're going to have to really be make uh, great decisions. And, and Brandon Bean said uh, the draft is the number one thing they have to draft. Well, um, you know, but we have seen, so it's going to be hard, but we have seen, for instance, the chiefs do it. Uh, you know, uh, the chiefs traded Tyreek Hill uh, in a huge move and pieced it together with uh, lesser receiving cores each of the past two years. Uh, was it as good as without Tyreek Hill? No, but they made it work. The Chiefs also bid goodbye to their uh, offensive tackles over the past couple of years uh, and made it work. Were the offensive tackles as good? Uh, I think, uh, you know, tr they gave, got rid of Trent Brown, said, said goodbye to Trent Brown. I think that was a mistake. Donovan Smith isn't as good, but they got it. They made it work. So um, you can say goodbye to key pieces. And if you've got, the Superman quarterback, you can make it work if enough other things go right. I think one other takeaway from it is that they're still looking for some of those answers, you know, forward looking, they know they have to hit on the draft. They know they can't be huge spenders in free agency, but when they look back at the season, um, you know, I think in past years, it's been a little more clear, like, Oh, if we just did this, we can get there. And um, you know, they were, Brandon Bean said something to the extent of, I don't have a magic answer, um, but I believe, you know, in this team and what we have to keep going. But I think they're still, you know, kind of working through that part of it now of what do they need to do? One positive for the Bills as they try to figure out how to move forward is they have a lot of young talent that especially, you know, towards the end of the season, um, we saw more and more of Mark. What do you make of some of the groups of the younger guys on this team? Yeah. Well, uh, as we mentioned in the last segment, Brandon Bean uh, talked about how they, the draft is so critical and they have to hit it. And really uh, by the end of this season, the 20, the last two drafts are looking a lot brighter. So, I mean, you look at the the last two drafts, the key, like, drive head of the bus kind of guys, James Cook, uh, Dalton Kincaid, Osiris Torrance, Khalil Shakir. That's four guys from the last two drafts who uh, are big, big contributors now. And I think the Bills can count on in a big way next season. And then Terrell Bernard from the 2022 draft and Christian Benford 
uh, from the 2022 draft. So you get those, that's a, co- a six young key contributors um, from the last two drafts. That's the kind of draft, those, that's the kind of drafting that has kept Kansas City, uh, Kansas City's bandwagon rolling. Brandon Bean, when he was talking about the draft, mentioned maybe they'll need guys to contribute earlier in their careers. Of of course, it takes guys time to develop, and they develop at different paces, but getting guys involved sooner will probably be a big priority for the Bills moving forward. Yeah, and uh, you know, and of, of those draftees, we talk about uh, one guy who hasn't, who's part of that, who has is a bust so far, is a cornerback Kyer Elam. But the final story hasn't been written on him. He had a you know great interception uh, in the wild card playoff game, uh, so uh, you know uh, I don't think uh, you know he's got it one more chance. The next uh, training camp is going to be huge for him. We'll see what he can do, but uh, you know you look at that four of those key guys are on offense, and you're really uh, uh, Kincaid, Cook, Shakir, uh, offensive coordinator Joe Brady did a good, really good job utilizing those guys and making. Uh, Cook, uh, one of the dynamic running backs in the league. Cook was uh, uh, fourth in the NFL in rushing yards and third in yards from scrimmage. Yeah, let's talk about Joe Brady for a second, too, because, I mean, he's still a young guy. He could be the offensive coordinator next year. That's still a question mark for the Bills. Um, You know, there is a process they have to go through for hiring an offensive coordinator or any coordinator, Um, so they can't just move him from interim to officially OC. But I think, you know, it was interesting hearing from players, hearing from Sean McDermott, Brandon Bean, kind of their assessment of what Joe Brady did since he took over midway through the season. Uh, He got a vote of confidence from Josh Allen, which obviously means something to the Bills. Um, Every guy I talked to on offense had great things to say about him. Um, Mark, what do you think? Is this the right move for the Bills? I think it's I, I, I would be shocked uh, if Joe Brady isn't uh, promoted from interim to the permanent uh, offensive coordinator. Uh, you mentioned Josh Allen gave him the vote of confidence. I mean, uh, I, I think Josh Allen has a comfort level with Joe Brady. Uh, the offense ran extremely. They, they refed, you know, six wins in a row. And the offense was not the problem. We can talk all about uh, the, you know, the well, maybe they could have done this or that against Kansas City. The offense was not the problem. Uh, they held the ball for 37 minutes. Uh, they ran 77 plays. Uh, thank God, because the defense, uh, you know, that gave up uh, couldn't couldn't stop them in 50 plays. The Chiefs in 50 plays. The manager of the Chiefs had 65 plays. Anyway. Um, it was, uh, I don't know what more Joe Brady could have done. Uh, I will be flabbergasted uh, if he's not the uh, permanent offensive coordinator. I think also stability matters a lot to this franchise when you look at just kind of where their mindset might be. Um, you know, there were also questions to Sean and Brandon during these end of season press conferences about what they've heard from Terry Pagula. Um, it sounds like, you know, Sean McDermott in particular was saying he's gotten very, very supportive messages from the Bills owner throughout all this. Um, I think that was obviously, you know, a couple of months ago, we were talking about whether or not Sean McDermott is on the hot seat from those conversations. He certainly is not. Um, and then you look at what they're going to do at OC. I think um, 
it is so important for this team to have consistency for better or worse. You know, that's just explaining their mindset. Brandon Bean did talk a bit about how, you know, change can be good. Um, but I, based off, you know, just what we're hearing, I think I'd be surprised if it is not Joe Brady next season. As the Bills players uh, convened on Monday, the day after uh, the season ended, one real theme uh, that came up repeatedly was a general uh, acknowledgement and sadness among a lot of different players over the fact that they know uh, that a bunch of guys aren't going to be there next year, that uh, there's going to be a a locker, there's a turnover every year, and, uh, and this year especially for the Buffalo Bills with a lot of free agents and a lot, a lot of money to spend. Yeah, I think when we talk about the disappointment levels of people in this season, that's a big part of it is this particular team simply isn't going to be back next year. Um, I think there's guys, you know, this fan base is so tied to really cares about that. We're not sure what their future will bring. Um, Micah Hyde, a big example of mulling retirement at the moment. Um, Just knowing how different this team is going to look next year. um, If I have it right. I think it's 22 unrestricted free agents headed into the free agency. Um, you know, that's a huge amount, particularly on the defensive line. We'll come back to that in a second, but I think that's part of, you know, it hurts any year for a team to not win at all. But I think especially when they see how much change is coming to this roster this off season by just the nature of the business, um, that adds an element of why, this is so particularly painful for the team and their fans. Yeah. So let's go over the list. You mentioned Micah Hyde. It certainly sounded like uh, retirement uh, is, is in his near future. That uh, that's the likely path. Uh, but he said, he's going to take a, a while to decide, but Hyde, his contract is up uh, go from the top in descending order of importance, uh, more or less Leonard Floyd, defensive end, 10 and a half sacks. No, I can't see any way they can pay him. He's going to get a good contract. Gabe Davis, number two wide receiver. Daquan, Daquan Jones, their number one nose tackle. Hyde, uh, A.J. Apinesa, young guy, likely going to get paid. Uh, linebacker, uh, Terrell Dodson. Uh, others, Dane Jackson, Taylor Rapp, Tim Settle. Jordan Phillips, Puna Ford, Linval Joseph, Shaq Lawson, Trent Shurfield, Damian Harris, Cam Lewis, David Edwards, Latavius Murray, Kyle Allen. Yeah, that's a lot of names. I talked to um, Ed Oliver during locker room clean out about what is this defensive line going to look like next year? You know, he is under contract, but obviously so much around him is changing. And he repeatedly said, it's scary just kind of looking at how much change there are going to be. Um, both from the professional level of he knows what his teammates can do and from the personal level of you develop relationships with guys. And now um, the D line in particular is just, there's going to be so much turnover there by necessity. Yeah. And I mean, you know, we'll have a lot of time to talk about this, but I mean, big guys who are going to get big money, Floyd, uh, Gabe Davis. I I don't see any way the bills are keeping either of those. Uh, Epinesa, Good young player, but uh, uh, I don't see uh, somebody's going to pay him more than the Bills can pay him. Uh, then the big one, Daquan Jones, you know, that's going to be a tough one. Um, 
So those are the key guys. Dane Jackson is a real quality player. Is he going to get much of an offer? We'll have, you know, we'll have time to think about that. They might be able to get him back on a, on a low contract. Cam Lewis is another guy who falls into that category. You know, you hope they could bring him back. Um, Taylor Rapp safety market was real soft last year. It'd be nice to bring him back on a reasonable deal, but, uh, they're not going to be spending much. Um, uh, you know, I would think the, the best case scenario would be to be able to keep one of those guys Daquan Jones. Um, but eh, iffy. Yeah, it was interesting hearing Brandon Bean looks at it for guys like that of they've earned the right to test free agency of, you know, there are players they want back for sure, but they understand from a business perspective, you know, these guys have the right to see what is out there. And I think, um, you know, I feel kind of similarly to you on a lot of those guys of it's hard to picture a path for seeing some of them back here. Yeah. And you certainly wouldn't blame somebody like Gabe Davis. I mean, this is his shot. You know what I mean? <laughs> this is easy. Finished his rookie contract. Uh, this is his shot to, he, he's got to take the best uh, offer he's going to get. And uh, same with Leonard Floyd. I mean, he, he's made a lot of money. He wants to play for a winner, but I mean, uh, you know, this is his last, you know, shot to get a, the a high quality contract. So uh, he's got to take it, uh, 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 the, you know, so where they go in the middle of the defensive line, that's a, you know, that's a concern. They got a hope. I mean, obviously they're, they're going to have Von Miller and Greg Rousseau are the defensive ends. They really, really need Von Miller to uh, regain his past form. Uh, that's a huge problem if they don't, but, uh, you know, they need depth there and who plays next to Ed Oliver is anybody's guess right now. On the one hand, it feels like the game to Kansas city just ended. It's still very hard to believe the season's over, but on the other hand, Mark and I are headed to the senior bowl next week. Um, we're going to start, you know, writing about draft prospects there reporting on that. So, um, we'll have a brief bait brief break in the podcast, but we'll be back soon all throughout the off season. Uh, make sure you're checking back reading on buffalonews.com, but also subscribing to wherever you get your podcasts to keep up on everything as we look at what happens to the Buffalo Bills this off season. Treat your team to the most flavorful pizza on game day at Picasso's Pizza. Four great Western New York locations, Williamsville, West Seneca, Lancaster, and Blaisdell. Picasso's. We are Buffalo's Pizza since 1980. Order online today at picassospizza.net.